ironoverload.io presents Iron Overload No Bullshit Podcast with your co-host Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the UG info like you've never heard before. No bullshit, no lies, straight hardcore truth. A bodybuilding podcast like you never heard before. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, Iron Overload, that IO Hardcore episode 50. Today we're going to talk about Anvar, Exandrolone, and Trembolone mixing a cutter. Doses and how to do it. This is a really good one. I've run this stack. I've run Tron with a bunch of other steroids, and I've also run it just with Anavar. So I'm going to kind of go through some of my experiences and how they compare to using Trend. I've used Trend Solo. I've used a stack. I've used it every which way. So right off the bat, me, uh, Mobster and I were discussing on a pre-show, great, great strength increaser. Uh, right off the bat, I hit personal records and strength on the stack. I also hit personal records with weight on this stack. So this is the stack basically that I hit my PR, my all-time PR on my bench press was 420. And I only weighed about 198 pounds, 197 pounds, somewhere in there at five foot five, five point five foot six. So there's the biggest and strongest I ever got was on this stack. And it kind of pushed me um, ahead with it. But on the flip side, I also got injured, you know, because I was so damn strong on it that I actually blew out my shoulder. So it comes with, with pluses and it comes with minuses. So first off, Anovar. Now, Anovar is a very mild steroid, and Trenobolone is a very harsh and androgenic and anabolic steroid. So stacking them together might not seem like a lot of sense to a lot of people, but actually it does make sense because when you're stacking steroids, it's really good to get the synergy where you stack two of the opposites to get a desired result. So it's really hard for me to sit here and say that any steroid out there can compare to a stack of Anavar and Trend because they both bring such different things to the table. Anavar is really good. It's a, it's a DHT derivative. It's not going to aromatize into estrogen. It's going to harden you up. It's going to increase vascularity. Um, in a lot of cases, too, it helps with shutting body fat. And then trend being so damn androgenic and anabolic, it's very powerful. And it will basically make you really strong, really big, really, really fast. It works really, really fast. So there are different ways to use this. There's different esters of trembolone, too. You have the acetate. You have the enantate. You have the hex. You have tritrend, which is a blend of all three. So there's different ways and different methods of using tremble. I wouldn't even mess with trend no ester on this stack. Um, you know, that would be something completely different. I don't, I don't see the point of using it that way. So with this stack, I would probably aim for about eight weeks. And if you're using trend acetate, you could even go to six or seven weeks. You get really good results by week three, week four. I mean, it's in your system and you're really going to be feeling those side effects. So, um, you know, so the, I'm going to bring in Mobster a little bit for your thoughts on this. And then I kind of want to go over some of my experiences versus, you know, just kind of give you an idea of what you can expect using trend and VAR versus, say, a trend and Winstrel stack or other trend mixes. So, as you know, Steve, I'm a big fan of VAR specifically for Trend, and I've never used Trend, but you and I have covered this on multiple podcasts. And one of the show notes I made 
was uh, how incredible training is on its own run solo as a drug for recomposition. I mean, I'll do it from the experience of others. The number of people that eventually, and I say that word, use trend, it's all it's like it's, it's like that old saying, Steve, it's slightly crude. But once you use trend, you don't go back. It's kind of I mean that and those that like trend come to go back, oh, trend is gold, and they're not just referring specifically to the colour when they've seen it in the vial, because they're various. But it's like the end game as far as steroids are concerned, and especially if you're physiologically and biologically set up for it, if you can handle the side effects, if you can handle the, the, the sweats and the trend cough and all the other things that we know, transomnia and so on and so forth, if you can handle that, then even at the lower doses, which is the kind of numbers you and I are going to talk about, those people that can handle it, that can deal with it and are set up to handle it well, they absolutely fucking love it. Now, I'm kind of, because I've never used trend, I would say of the two, the one, of course, I've got the experience of is Anavar. And for me, Anavar is a guarantee for me to hit certain numbers. When I was competing on a regular basis, I would have a certain number in mind off cycle. And I knew exactly where I'd typically be about 5% better on Anavar than I was off. And if I was already lifting good poundages for the competitions that was coming up before the Anavar, then I was guaranteed to have another 5%, sometimes 10%, to the bar, to that piece of equipment. So for me, this combination, if I use Trin as well, and, and I got on with Trin, I would think my results would be outstanding. Perhaps not quite now at my body weight now, perhaps at a lower body weight, and certainly a leaner body weight. But I think my genetics now, my my uh, anabolic experience now, would mean that Trin would be outstanding. The only issue for me, I think, if anything, Steve, is I'm getting a little bit older to be using harsh anabolics. So perhaps it's something I should have tried in my 40s rather than be doing in my late 50s. But that's that thing. I do know that seeing on the forums, we've got certain particular people that have special fans of it. But even those are not, they will sell you. Like Steve said, that the results on trend don't almost don't compare to anything else. So that that's just one example. Now, regarding, as I've touched on already, the idea of this for a cutting cycle, it's thus, listeners. And it's simple. You don't gain a lot of mass on Anavar. You'd have to be really eating crappily to do that. You you tend to have lean gains if it's muscle and you tend to have, as in my example, would be strength. Trend is the one where you will see, again, if you're physiologically and biologically set up for this, you will almost certainly see some fat loss as well as the muscle gain. So the combination of the two is where the magic happens. Steve. What do you think? So with Anavar, side effects, very minimal side effects. Really, you won't even really notice much on Anavar. You shouldn't if it's legitimate Anavar. You shouldn't even notice much on your appetite. I'm sure, Mobster, you run a lot of Anavar. Is that is that been your experience? You haven't yeah, seen a huge change appetite, in the way yeah, your body appetite. acts. Yeah, appetite was uh, no change really, not at yeah. all. Well, that's the good. Only issue, yeah, the good. only issue, Steve, with the side effects, and I've met I've the pumps. If, yeah, the pumps. If I yeah. did any kind of cardiovascular work, exactly. I, yeah, same, then, same no, with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My back pumps, especially if I'm running. If I try to run a mile, like when I'm three quarters of a mile through, the back pumps become unbearable. So that's really the only side effects you can expect from Anavar. But again, you know, you shouldn't be running this cycle anyway if you're doing a lot of cardio. This isn't the cycle for you because trend absolutely murders your cardio. 
So with trend side effects, it's like night and day compared to Anavar. Because trend, you're not just getting the pumps. And the trend pumps are very unique. They're not like pumps from Anavar. The trend pumps are like ridiculous to the point where people actually think like their kidneys are inflamed or something or they get like appendicitis or something. It's really, really weird. So insomnia, it's called trendsomnia, the night sweats, the carb, the, the need for carbs because your muscles turn into sponges. They're always trying to suck up everything. The nutrition partitioning is insane on trend. So there's a lot of side effects. So I really like using the aggression with trend, the libido increase for a lot of people. If you're a reactor to androgens when it comes to libido, you'll get crazy libido on trend. So it's like night and day. The, the VAR side effects are like almost nothing. And then the trend side effects are crazy. So in the end, you want to obviously make sure you're using liver support. You're using taurine. So go on the forums, check out. There's a product called N2Guard. It's got all that in it already. It's got like eight different things for liver. It's got taurine. It's got everything you need. So it's going to help with the side effects. But the thing that the trick with this stack is that you're not adding the side effects. Like Anavar won't add very much to the side effects. But if you were to stack Winstrol with Trend, goodbye head hair, goodbye prostate, goodbye cholesterol. If you're stacking testosterone with Trend, crazy you know water retention from the from the testosterone crazy libido where it's like annoying okay like i hope you know the thing is like if you run that stack if you have a girlfriend you're gonna want more girlfriends that's why it's the relationship killer if you don't have a girlfriend it's gonna drive you crazy you're gonna want to go and hook up with a bunch of random chicks and end up with an std so it's like you can't win when it comes to libido on trend. You can't win. And it's like insane because all you do is want to want to have sex on this stuff when you run that stack. And if you stack trend with something like super droll, the side effect or anadrol, the side effects are way too much to the point where it's toxic. Like you're pissing out brown stuff. That's how toxic it is. So, you don't. so I've tried running trend with super droll. My piss was like brown. You know, that's how bad it messed with my uh, liver. So. So Anavar is like a great stack for, for taking everything out the window lobster and just focus on side effects. Anavar is like the most optimal thing you could stack with trend. So we're not running testosterone in the cycle. And I'll bring in mobster to talk about that. How many times do we see someone post a thread and they, they're proposing a cycle and then you'll have like five people say, oh, you've got to run testosterone as a base or else. Well, or else what, dude? What's going to happen if you don't run testosterone? You don't have to run testosterone on every cycle you yeah. don't i don't do it all the time mobster doesn't do it very much right. or we run testosterone cycle it's a steroid it's an anabolic steroid it's a synthetic anabolic steroid okay it's not like you're you're it's it's not like you're gonna die if you don't run testosterone on your cycle and it, it's not really the logic isn't there with this cycle running just the var and just the trend you're able to better control the cycle and have more flexibility on the cycle because if you add testosterone to it now you're now you're adding estrogenic side effects on top of everything we've we've already talked about that doesn't make sense we're trying to run a clean the idea behind var and trend is to run a clean but effective cycle so when you add testosterone to it now you've got to run an aromatized inhibitor now you've got to watch out for water retention. Now you got to watch out for more side effects. It's going to be unbearable on this cycle. It's going to be really hard to sleep. 
um, on this cycle because now you're adding that water weight. And just imagine sleeping at night with a, a gallons of water um, on top of you. Imagine walking around all day with gallons of water strapped to your back. That's how you would feel sacking test. The fatigue is going to be increased. So it's much more cleaner to leave the testosterone out of the cycle. And this is why this cycle is really, really effective. So mobster, I'll let you touch on, on that point. And then yeah. we'll kind of get into dosing a little bit. Right. So there's a there's an argument to be made for certain popular stacks, Steve. And a reason why they're popular is because they're known to work based on, if nothing else, from the experience of thousands and thousands of users. A buddy of mine used to coach and was a bit of a steward guru in his country. And he said, look, I will have arguably at my fingers the experience of 10,000 users more than any research more than any kind of bro sites touches on, and especially more than any kind of random person on Reddit or even on our forum, Steve, that comes on and parrots something, right? So the whole unique testosterone as a base is bro science. It's kind of unproven. It was just what we did when we didn't know any better. Access to the internet, if nothing else, gives us the ability to contact and listen to and read the information from those tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, or even when it comes to steroid, millions of experience of users. But that wasn't the case. You literally had people standing around in the gym and saying, testosterone for a base. And then in very first forums, and maybe even the magazines, that's just the forums came online. That was the kind of information that was put out there. And indeed, it may well have worked for some people. But you've got to remember also that sometimes this information came from the idea of, I want to sell you testosterone. I have lots of testosterone to sell you. Therefore, I'm going to recommend testosterone as a base. And that's the kind of science, really, that we were looking at. So what we look at when we talk about stacks and cycles and pairing drugs up, and I'm not super keen on multiple drugs in a stack, especially if you haven't had experience of those. I want to know what's working versus what's in there that's not working. And so when we talk about synergy, we're talking about combinations of drugs that we I mean, not great one for me, and I've mentioned this before, was Sustanon and Deca. It worked gangbusters for me at the time that I was using it. Therefore, I can recommend quite highly, if only based on my personal experience, just how much I gained and just how strong I got. The same with the Anavar that I've already mentioned. When we're talking about Trend and Anavar, we're talking about, as Steve said, a clean stack, a simple stack, and especially when we touch on the doses in a minute, a low-dose stack that is kind of controllable within reason, but we know that it works, and we certainly know that this would be a great cutter stack, and that's based on the experience of tens of thousands of users, certainly hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of threads on the forums that Steve and I uh, post and mod on. So this is where we get this kind of information from. In terms of the science, there's very little, and that's quite simply because most steroids were created for medical use. There's very few studies that stack drugs and very few studies that use drugs at performance-enhancing drug level. There are some, and in, indeed, Steve, there has been one that I can think of on trend, but it was more to do with the mental effects in the older medically prescribed users. So we go back, so like I said, we have to, we've got, we've got no choice. We go back to seeing the experience of users, but we certainly don't want to do it from pro science. And as often as not, Steve, it, my argument for that would be, can you prove it? Can you back up the information? Don't just parrot something. Tell me why you think that way. And if you can show me something that makes you think that way, whether it's your own personal experience or you've coached people and you've used this thing, 
or whether you can go off and literally quote articles, then really you shouldn't be saying it. It should you should always have something if I ask you or anybody else asks you to back up what you're saying. So here, for example, we know just how low dose Anavar was given back in the day. And this was for performance enhancement use, never mind medical use. We know what it was used for medically. We know where trend came from. We know how trend become developed when it appeared in a spore. And we know the effects it has on the body. So those are things that are given. Those are things that are proven. And that's the reason why we can put this stack together and recommend it as a cutter stack. Now, regards dosing, I'll throw out some numbers and I'll get Steve to jump in on this one as well. I've always been a low dose kind of guy. And these dosages would especially apply if this was your first time putting this cycle together. Some of the more experienced and especially the more competitive uh, listeners, and I can think of one or two on our forums that work that way, might do better with higher dosages. But they would be the outliers. They would not be the norm. You have to be physically and biologically set up for it. And especially if you're competing, you're going to want the extra edge. So for me, Steve, I've always found, and I believe this is the optimal dose for most people, there's a variation in terms of normal use, but the average, the optimal dose for Anavar is around 50 milligrams a day. And again, as I say, guys, as a first-time user, and this is what I would do if I was using Trend, I would use a, 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 a the very first time I might use a short ester, literally just because it's in my system a, a relatively short amount of time. And if I absolutely hate it, then it's out of my system real quick. But if I had any kind of experience, the medium to longer resters for Trend would suit me just because it's easier and I don't have to pin as much. In terms of dosaging, Steve, I would be looking around 300 milligrams a week, especially as a first-time cycle for me. What about you? What would you recommend for first-timers and then perhaps for the more experienced user as well? Yeah, so if you've had experience with Trend already and, uh, you know, obviously you can try something a little more. And I, you know, I've learned full, run full circle with Trend. I've run it every which way. I've run it more lower to 200, 250, and I've run it more higher, 350, 400. And I've actually realized it's better just to run it more low. Like 250 is like the sweet spot because it hits you like a ton of bricks after two or three weeks when you're on it, regardless. It doesn't matter if you're running the E Esther or Ace Esther. It's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. So I would, I would say in terms of how long you run it is more important in, in the grand scheme of things. Cause the longer you stay on trend, the more the side effects start having a domino effect in the body and it becomes unbearable. When you're on seven weeks into trend, it becomes absolutely unbearable. And it's like, you're so hot all the time. You always feel dehydrated. You can't drink enough. You never see clear piss when you're on trend, especially if you live in a hot climate. It just, it does, it's not there. So I personally, I like to run trend like six or seven weeks. That's it. I, I don't want to exceed that. So at the end of the day, Anavar, it's just a question of how do you want to do the Anavar? Do you want to do the Anavar at the beginning of the cycle or more at the end? Or do you want to run it throughout? And you want to basically stay on the Anavar for the full six to seven weeks. You're pushing it once you get to seven weeks. It's going to add a lot of strain on your body. So you got to make that decision. And then in terms of dosing, you got to make a decision, um, you know, do you want to stick to more 200, 250, the lower end, which is still going to be a strong uh, cycle, or do you want to kind of push it more to 350, 400? Now on forums over the years, the average dosage has been 50 milligrams a day, especially if you're running like Trent Ace and you pin daily, 50 milligrams a day 
which would be 350 a week. And that's been the average dosing. I found if you go from 350 to 400, it makes a huge difference. So every 50 milligrams on trend is a lot when it comes to side effects. So really, you don't want to make the mistake of going into the cycle and just being stubborn. So if you start out at 350 and the side effects get too much at two to three weeks, you can drop it down 50 milligrams. Drop it down to 300 or drop it down to 250. That's okay. Stay flexible. So I really like to stay flexible. And then how long you run the trend as well, I like to stay flexible. So if you're on it for six weeks and the sides are just unbearable, you can't take it anymore, then just come off of it. It's okay. Um, it's still going to be in your system. If you're running anything, it's still going to be in your system for weeks after you stop it. So it's not the end of the world if you stop it a little early. So I like to be flexible. Now, if you feel good on it, you can push it to eight weeks or 10 weeks. I, for me, I can't go past seven weeks. It's just not going to not gonna happen. I know my body too well, and my body struggles when I run it too much. So I like to be you know a little conservative with it and treat it with a lot more respect. And you see some guys on the forum, they'll run 500, 1,000 milligrams. A couple of your buddies, I know you're, you're good friends with Monstro, um, and then uh, Body Monster as well. He's one of your good friends too. But they yeah, like to run – yeah they're super i mean I'll, I'll say it's the they're super super fans of trend body monster's great line is i don't see the trend when someone's mentioning a cycle that they're thinking of using and regardless of age and experience and stuff like that so yeah it's kind of fun Let, let's be honest both trend uh sorry monstro and body monster are great examples as i referred to earlier on of being biologically and physiologically set up for it their genetics are for being muscular. Their genetics are for being lean. And for whatever reason, they've always coped well with high-dose trend. And that's just a fact. The problem is it makes them sometimes recommend cycles like they use themselves for other users. And in reality, you should be looking at the user themselves and what they need versus what you do. So I can talk about stuff that I've benefited from myself, and that's my experience. And I say so. But that doesn't mean to say that what some I do for me and what works for me works for them. I, I weigh this morning, Steve, I think 326 pounds today as this podcast has been recorded. Neither Trend nor Body Monster, Body Monster are anywhere near that body weight. And yet I do incredibly well on low dosages. I do quite well on orals and so on. So, But that wouldn't work for them. So we should look at not necessarily ourselves as such, but what works for the typical user. And again, like I said, it's based on experience. Like Steve said, I would normally be the kind of person that will stick with a cycle, but then again, I'm using low-dose, mild drugs when I do what I do. So it's a lot easier for me to cope. Trend, I can see me doing exactly what Steve said, and that's making sure that I can tweak the dose, uh, making sure that I don't stay on just because my plan was 10 weeks, that I need to stay on 10 weeks. No, you don't. The only reason I've had timescales in the past, Steve, is because I've had specific things to do at the end of that timescale. I have competitions. I wanted to be crazy strong on the very last dose, and the next day is the competition, go out and kick ass. Now I do what I do for myself, with the occasional exception. Therefore, I don't need to be taking any drug specifically up to a certain period of time, especially if I'm struggling with the side effects. That makes no sense. So like Steve said, flexibility there for the majority of our listeners they're doing it to look good they're not even doing it necessarily for holidays or for the beach 
They're just doing it to look good today, as soon as possible. So therefore, they can be flexible. Super, super important, and we always make a point of mentioning this, Steve, is you need to have, and I just used this phrase in another podcast we just recorded, all your ducks in a row. What do I mean by that, guys? There is no good any cycle if your diet is poor and you and you haven't tidied up your diet as you go into the cycle. Your diet should be tidy, so to speak, before the cycle starts to give you a better chance of doing something with the cycle itself. The same thing with regards to cardio, the same thing with regards to gym work. I don't want you guys being lazy and eating donuts and eating ice cream at 3 o'clock in the morning and thinking the trend's going to compensate, the is going to compensate. No motherfuckers. It'll do something because it's that good of a drug. But it'll do a lot more if your diet and your cardio and your training on point. So you need to have those kind of things there. Something else, and especially true of trends, Steve, to a lesser degree of our, don't be fat on this cycle. In fact, and I think Steve can back me up on this, the leaner you are when it comes to trend, the better. Seriously, guys, I, I, I say that from the experience of my strength uh, athlete buddies, great strength drug trend is beautiful. But the side effects when you're 150 kilos or more and we have a much higher body fat level than, than bodybuilders is super, super bad. Touch on that, Steve, before we finish off. Yeah, the bottom line with Tran is flexibility is important. And the bottom line with Anavar is you need to get legitimate Anavar. So come on our forums, make sure you're getting legitimate Anavar. I've used Anavar many times. And I would say half the times I've used Anavar, it's been faked. So back in those days, it was a lot harder to get gear in the United States um, than over there on your side of the pond, I think, Mobster. Because here... Back then, a lot of sources were just basically dartboard. You know, they were just throwing darts at a board, blindfold when it comes to they're not they're not doing a good job of making sure what they're selling is legit because they're too cheap, they're too lazy, they're too incompetent. So now we do have legitimate approved sources. So it's very, very important to do it that way. 100% Steve, come on the forums, ask us questions, give us your feedback on this cycle and your thoughts, your experience especially, and definitely come and check out Improved Sources and we'll we'll point you in the right direction uh, when it comes to dosaging and more advice if you need it, guys. Please note, we are not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast of informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.